Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's beautiful for August, isn't it? Whatever the weather, we'll be together whether we like it or not. That's where we are right now. Beautiful weather across the state. Some thunder boomers here and there, but nonetheless, uh, wonderful weather in August. Let me remind you, and and you you know the global climate change folks, you know the the cult will kind of go into hiding right now because you're not going to buy the swill they're selling. They got to wait till you're you know uncomfortable again, and then then they'll sell it to you. Then they'll you know present the Kool Aid. You can you know join the cult and worship the bishops and all that stuff. Now, I was in, I mentioned I had been in Minnesota and Wisconsin the past couple of days. Flew out there and and I went to a place called Arcadia. It's the birthplace of Ashley Furniture. Beautiful, beautiful tiny place in Wisconsin. It's a population of several. Majority Hispanic, majority Hispanic in in a small area. Uh, in fact, the, the whole county that that's in has about thirty thousand people in it. Also, majority Hispanic. And you wouldn't you, you think about that and as we're looking at the southern border. By the way, I think there's a thirty uh, some odd folks that have been on the known terrorist watch list that have that have been, that have been encountered by Border Patrol. Not to mention the ones that haven't been encountered by Border Patrol. Two hundred thousand people. Uh, encountered by Border Patrol, another record. Two million people so far this year have gotten into the country and then have been encountered by Border Control, not counting the ones that's, that have not. Meanwhile, uh, in the White House and elsewhere, it's business as usual. Remember, Kamala Harris said, hey, we're going we're gonna to get to the root cause of it. We're going to stop it at the root before it gets to our border. They've done literally nothing to assist in this horrific problem, meanwhile touting the fact that they've got a non-Inflation re- inflation Reduction Act and it's just the weirdness of priorities. It's just the weirdness of the left's priorities. And folks, look here. Let me take credit for here. We're so glad that gas prices are down a lot over the last month and a half. Still much higher than they were when I took office. Never mind. You know, hey, there's been some jobs created. Still worse than when I took office. But they 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 tout their own. And remember, they also told us that gas prices were Putin's problem. Everyone's problem with theirs. So whenever it was bad, it was someone else's fault. Whenever it's good, they want to take credit for it. It's 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 we're a long way from the buck stops here, Harry Truman way of looking at things. And if you read the Biden tweets by any chance from President Biden or well, Biden wins and the rest of the propagandists. And I had like four more in the break. It was bizarre. I got these propagandist tweets from people who allegedly have you know half a million followers out there that you've never heard of. But the Biden that when you follow the president of the United States tweets. He's clearly not writing them, not even close to writing them. Here in our state, Governor Cooper doesn't write most of his tweets. If he does, and they go through the distinction after he got after he was berated for some time, he has admitted 
or not he, but his staff has admitted, if Roy Cooper tweets it, it ends with RC, like the cola, Roy Cooper, if he actually does it. Now, I bring Minnesota up because, uh, interestingly enough, there, there's always a dichotomy of profession of freedom. For instance, motorcycles in both of those states when I was tooling around, you know, a lot of motorcycles without helmets. I guess it's there's no helmet law in those states. There may be, at least there wasn't. I saw hundreds of motorcycles with no helmets on. Uh, also, you know, preponderance of wildlife, the Mississippi River, amazing places, bald head eagles everywhere. But they still have these enclaves, and it's almost always in these urbanized area like Minneapolis. And, and this story from Minneapolis is coming to a city near you. These race-based policies, if you want to get rid of, and this is, this is my opinion supported by lots and lots of, of truth, is that if you really want to get rid of racism, stop recognizing differences between races. The more you focus on differences between races, races in some way or allege that there are significant differences, you breed on all sides antipathy, hate, anger, resentment, and a reason for, for people to really go at it. And I believe that the left wants to do that. I think they want to push. They've said the biggest threat to society is white supremacy. I think they want that to be true. I think it's a desire. It's, it's a manifestation in their minds that that's what they want, and so they, they continue to push the boundaries – to push white folks into an uncomfortable conundrum to either hate their race, feel guilty about their race, or adopt a posture that makes them look supremacist, even though it's not. You're not a homophobe if you disagree with someone who's gay. You're not. You disagree with that person. It doesn't mean you fear them. It doesn't mean you fear a movement. But let's go a step further into the Minneapolis public school situation. Then this is from the New York Post. Again, not to be kind of Looking at the post, there's a lot of good articles out there today, but this was a succinct one that was easy to understand and, and convey. Minneapolis public school teachers of color will have additional job protections this upcoming school year under a new contract that would allow them to keep their jobs rather than white instructors with more seniority. The labor agreement's intent was to protect underrepresented populations and keep the district's predominantly white staff from becoming more homogeneous a report said Monday. About 60% of Minneapolis students are non-white compared to 16% of the district's tenured teachers and 27% of its probationary teachers, according to the June Minneapolis Star Tribune report. The agreement states that teachers of color may be, quote, exempted from district-wide layoffs outside seniority order. Starting with the spring 2023 budget tie-out cycle, if accessing Reducing a teacher who is a member of a population underrepresented among licensed teachers in the site. The district shall access the next least senior teacher. This is gobbledygook speak for get rid of the white teachers. Now, would it be wonderful if we got to the point that we, we focused on keeping the best, we hire the best, most qualified regardless of race, sexual orientation, whatever. You hire the best teachers. You hire the, If you're going in to get surgery, can you imagine a hospital with this policy where it said regardless of how good you are as a surgeon, if you aren't of a certain race, imagine if it was an Asian doctor. And under this policy, an Asian doctor would get fired more likely than a black doctor who may be less qualified. This is the kind of race-baiting policy that's bad for the country. When we start recognizing, look, we should have equal rights for all, special privileges for none. It's a simple way of looking at the world. It's a very simple way, and that's what we should be focused on. 
And instead, we get hyper, we, government officials in different parts, they come up with these moonback crazy, departed from reality. Elevator doesn't go to the top floor. You're not fighting or playing a picnic with a full sandwich. You know, you're not. You're a few sandwiches full of or short of a picnic. That's not even the saying. Nonetheless, this is the, the way of circling the drain in a country that really wants to create hypersensitivities about race. If you're giving preferential treatment to one race over another race, that by virtue of defining characteristic of racism, race-based policies are racist in nature. Keep the best. If you have to reduce teachers, get rid of those who don't either have as much experience or aren't as good. There's a way to do that. But we act like the only way to do it well, we need to protect black teachers and get rid of those who may have more seniority and may have more experience and maybe better teachers because they're white. That, that story does nothing to bring us together as Americans. If you wonder why we're so far apart, and that, that's I made some notes to myself on this because the left does, the left loves to push us apart and give us a false choice, this or this, rather than the reality that life is complicated. But it's not too complicated to say that you want the best people. We want to give the work ethic priority. We want to give the accomplishments more priority. You want to do that, but we don't. Chad Adams, your guest host. We're going to take a break here. Appreciate being in for Vince Coakley. It's an honor. It's a pleasure here at WD. Also, special thanks to Chris Farrell. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. entertaining the masses via the power of WBT. I, I Beyond arguable, the most powerful talk station left in North Carolina. There's been an attrition of talk radio in North Carolina, the likes of which are difficult to fathom because you folks in Charlotte, Greenville, Spartanburg, all of you have access to 
quality talk radio, talk radio personalities, you know, like Winterbull and, and Coakley and, and uh, Pete Callender. I mean, you, you have that access. So many North Carolina communities don't anymore. In a state that is trending to the right, it, it's astounding how little of this is left out there. So if you're if you're listening, you're in a market that likely, if you're listening online, that's great as well. But there has been a massive attrition, whether it's uh, up in the Asheville area, around through Greensboro, Hickory, uh, sweeping over toward Raleigh and, and points eastward from there, Newburn, Fayetteville, Wilmington. Th- there's been a dearth of of opportunity to hear any kind of balance from a political standpoint. And it's and that's problematic moving forward. There has been, you know, I, one of the interesting things in the Wilmington market was the people who discovered Rachel Maddow purchased and got rid of the talk radio, the FM talk radio station there. Very, they couldn't stand it, hated it. Uh, it just a remarkable, like, having been there, was there, as it was the last person standing. Now, uh, if you look through some of the, ways that the aggregator sites that are out there and there's something wonderful in the real clear world real clear health real clear politics real clear uh energy real clear science there's some remarkable ways uh, stories that are out there and you can get a snapshot for kind of what's going on in all of those segments by pulling one of those sites up and and one of the fascinating ones is real clear health today if you if you pull that site up you'll see a, a, a litany of headlines having to do with health in some way and, and what is interesting to me today, I do this daily. I go through these every day. I, I'm a prolific reader of, of viewpoints, uh, right and left, just to try to get some semblance of, of reality. And, and as the left goes further left, there's no semblance on that side. But the Real Clear Health site, the first headline is House to Vote on Inflation Reduction Act. Now, that's interesting. That's a Washington Post article, and it's in the Real Clear Health section. The second one is from Real Clear Health itself. They also have authors that write for these sites. A giant stride toward socialism. It's about that bill. I'm going to go through that. It's a great piece. I want to go through some of the highlights of that. The third one is Inflation Reduction Act's Needless Healthcare Provisions, which City Journal published and also picked up on. Now, Real Clear Health, I think, does a great job of trying to balance it, but there's not a lot of balance in this bill. There really isn't. It's, it's a giant leftist socialist bill, and, and authors are picking that up across the country and saying, wait a minute, this is junk. This is absolute you know, dog excrement that's out there. It's not going to work. The fourth one out there, Inflation Reduction Act will push cancer patients off of a cliff. You know, these, it, uh, unbelievable, all of these, you know, the pandemic priority one, the mainstream media damaged our children, mon- monkeypox the media and public health, the lying cathedral monkeypox edition, halting progress, uh, all of these are excoriations of the left. That's rare to see in an aggregator site so much pushback to the point that you know that the left is losing the battle. Propaganda aside, the left is losing the propaganda battle because reality and propaganda are not mixing. It doesn't matter. The left is desperately trying to say, everything is fine, everything is fine, everything is wonderful, everything is wonderful. But it's as if you've just gotten in a a three-car accident with a mangled arm and a broken foot, and there's two or three other people that are in bad condition, and and, and then the paramedics show up and say, everything's fine. Everything is just fine. That's the equivalent of what the media is attempting to do and what the political left that Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and those septuagenarians and older and octogenarians are trying to tell you that all is well, all is fine, all is good. It's not good. Oh, by the way, Jill Biden, I just want to mention, uh, she has tested positive for COVID-19. She has mild symptoms. She is fully vaccinated. 
and boosted. But uh, First Lady Joe Biden tested positive for COVID-19 and was experiencing mild symptoms, according to the White House. Joe Biden continues to test negative. They're testing him every day. Recently recovering from the virus, but will wear a mask indoors for 10 days as a precaution. They've been vacationing down in Kiowa Island for the past couple days with Hunter, by the way. The man who documented his prolific drug use with hookers and, you know, has been openly doing business with oligarchs and corrupt uh, groups and has traveled around it with taxpayer expense on Air Force Two and also Air Force One. So Hunter's having a great if ever there was anyone that was above the law, it appears to be Hunter Biden. Happy go lucky dude. Cracked out, hookered out, ready to roll. He's like the Charlie Sheen of American political intrigue, isn't he? He shows up, has a good time, shows his rotted teeth, gets them fixed, kickback money to the big guy, connected to his pre- uh, president father. It's just, ah. but I digress because I'm apt to do that. Now, I want to get through some of this, the bill, some of what's in the bill. And, and it, it may take me into the next segment. You want to get into the conversation, you give us a call, 1-800-928-1110, 1-800-928-1110. And appreciate you being a part of the broadcast today here on the Vince Coakley Show. Now. With taxpayers footing the bill, there are few incentives for insurance companies to moderate costs on anything. Premiums for insurance, and you know this, in the individual market increased by 100. Think about this. And and part of what I do is also in the healthcare field. But prices for individual market. Remember Obamacare, the affordable care? Democrats love to name things. And whatever they name them, it's going to do the opposite of what the name says. The Inflation Reduction Act doesn't, it will not decrease inflation according to their own offices. The Affordable Care Act did not make health care more affordable. If you liked your doctor, you couldn't keep your doctor. All of that was just an absolute fabricated lie. You, we know that now. Remember Nancy Pelosi said you have to pass it to find out what's in it. They passed it. We found out what's in it. It stinks. But premiums for insurance since 2019, for, for the six years to 2019, I'm sorry, went up 143% after the passage of the Affordable Care, 143%. And imagine if your house, if your house payments went up 143% over six years or your uh, car payments or anything, 143%. The average annual premium plus deductible for a family of four with an Affordable Care Act plan was about $25,000 in 2021. And that is for coverage with extremely narrow physician networks and limited access to the best hospitals. Continuing the expanded and enhanced ACA subsidies would be a major entitlement expansion. So what the left is trying to do vis-a-vis the Inflation Reduction Act is create an ACA that is going to be an entitlement. So you'll have Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, and ACA. That's what the left is trying to do. We'll talk a little bit more about this. On the other side of the break, but but to to be to be brutally honest, this bill is absolutely horrific, and it's not it's, it's green energy stuff that's going to just be pandering off and paying off these these extremists on the left. It's not going to do anything about climate. It's not. It's just not. They can wish it, they can want it, but there's nothing in the scoring of it that says it's going to make a dent in anything other than making energy more expensive for you, your family, your friends. It's not helping. And the Democrats are cheering. It's great. It's wonderful. It's a win. It's a victory. Chad Adams here from Vince Coakley. We will take a break and we shall return. Stay tuned.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, folks. As we head toward the top of the hour, the second hour, before we get to my good friend Pete Callender's show later today, and on to Winterville. Sitting in for Vince Coakley has been an honor, pleasure, and WBT, fantastic. You folks in Greenville, Spartanburg as well, thank you for listening. Uh, Grace Marie Turner has an article over at Real Clear Health that has everything to do with this bill, this Schumer Mansion bill. And, and what I'm getting ready to tell you, you probably haven't heard that's in the Inflation Reduction Act. It's being voted on by the House today. It'll be, you know, rubber stamped by the president. It's the Democrats are taking a victory lap saying, win, we won, we won, we won. Spending money in a recession, geniuses, genius, because the Democrats have taken flight of any, they, they've, they've left the airport of logic behind. They're flying through the desert of unreasonableness and, and landing in a state of propaganda. That's, that's where they want to be, I guess. They just want to live in a false reality of their own creation. Here's how she starts this. Step by step, for nearly 70 years, liberals have been marching the United States toward government-controlled health care, and the Schumer Mansion bill is another giant stride. COVID provided the opening for Congress to enhance and expand Obamacare subsidies for two years, and the bill before the House would extend those subsidies for three more years. So much for a temporary program. In other words, it's a way for the Democrats to continue a program that was meant to be temporarily propped up. And as Milton Friedman said, there's nothing more permanent than a temporary government program. The added subsidies push up prices and premiums, and they are a regressive use of taxpayer dollars since much of the benefit accrues to higher income folks. You don't hear that from Democrats, do you? You hear soak the rich, tax the rich, but they, the subsidies help the wealthy more. The Joint Committee on Taxation estimates that among subsidized Obama marketplace enrollees, taxpayers pay 82% of premiums. That generates substantial reliance on government for health insurance. In other words, what we've done vis-a-vis the Affordable Care Act, the Obama, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, left Democrat, all supported plan is we've made it 82% government run, government premiums, government. It's 82% socialized medicine. It's headed in that direction. That's But that's the left does something very well that we would do well to learn from. They have recognized over the past 50 years that the way the path to socialism is not all at once. They recognize the failure of Mussolini. They recognize the failure of Cuba and Venezuela. They recognize those failures because they believe if only they do socialism differently, if only they do it different, then it will be wonderful, good for all, great for all. It's just that everyone else did it poorly. And the way to get there is incrementally. You don't boil all of us all at once. You boil us slowly to the point that we don't realize we're not the America we have been. We're not the America that values freedom. We're the America that government, through the largest of government and those in office, give us. That's what makes us great in their mind. It's not. It's actually the opposite. 
government getting out of the way and opening the pathway to competition and free markets. Heck, even on the, the whole thing that Cherry Beasley is trying to do running for Senate to say, I want I want it to be lower health care. I want to be the, the senator that supports insulin being cheaper. Well, okay, then open up the pathway for generics to be produced. Quit protecting drug companies from keeping these patents forever and let the free market settle that out. But by by saying I'm going to subsidize insulin, I'm going to let government pay for it so it's capped at $35, you're not doing anything to really help make it more affordable. You're just making more people pay for it and acting like it's affordable. That's not what it's the insurance. I mean, the, the drug companies are still going to get what they get. They're like, sure, we support that. You're gonna, you're gonna have the government let me charge pretty much whatever I want, and then the government's gonna let the taxpayer just pay thirty five dollars, and it's gonna pay the rest. Heck yeah, all day long. Wouldn't you go for that? If you were a company that the government was gonna subsidize whatever you charged, whatever widget you made, you'd go for that. With taxpayers footing the bill, there are few incentives for insurance companies to moderate cost. Premiums for insurance in the individual market increased by 143%, uh, 143% over six years to 2019. Deductibles skyrocketed. The average annual premium for family of four, $25,000 last year, and that is for coverage for extremely narrow physician networks. Continuing the expanded and enhanced Affordable Care Act subsidies would be a major entitlement even before the CBO has had a chance to estimate the full cost. Here's a question. Will the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, be calculating how much will be raised when 87,000 IRS agents start going after people with Obamacare insurance who may have miscalculated their income and therefore receive too much in subsidies? In other words, any of you out there that receive those subsidies on the marketplace, when those IRS agents start looking at you and you miscalculated your income in some way, forget the fact that they're auditing you, that you miscalculated. They can go after you for that. If you screwed it up in some way, Galen senior fellow Doug Badger explains that many people will lose their employer coverage if this bill passes. What? Did you hear that anywhere? Smaller businesses that are not subject to the Affordable Care Act's mandate to provide insurance will have strong incentives to discontinue offering coverage to their employees. That means millions more people will have policies where politicians and government bureaucrats, not doctors and patients, make medical decisions. But isn't that what Democrats said they wanted? Don't they? Didn't they say they wanted more people to have that freedom? They wanted doctors and patients to make decisions, not government. But the bill they're passing, just the opposite is taking place. Are you hearing that in any news coverage? Most of those who will benefit from the added subsidies are in the upper two income quintiles, many of whom drop their private coverage to take advantage of the taxpayer subsidies. For example, a family of four with a 60-year-old head of household earning $265,000 a year could end up eligible for more than $7,800 or more a year in taxpayer subsidies, according to the Paragon Health Institute. Furthermore, allowing the extra subsidies to expire would not change the number of people who have health insurance. The Congressional Budget Office estimates that nearly 17 million folks, the same number as this year, will have individual coverage even without the extension. Transfer billions from Medicare Part D to bankroll green energy products and subsidized premiums for wealthy Obamacare enrollees. Moot, not, no bueno, no bueno. Not good. Chad Adams here, sitting in for Vince Coakley. We're going to take a break. We will come back. Stay tuned.
Welcome back, folks. Glad to have you here. If you're listening to us here on the Vince Coakley radio program, Chad Adams, your guest host. Thank you for being a part of the show today. I do want to leave you with some fun stuff. Don't want to let, let you believe, look, life is still incredible. Life is still wonderful. And this country is amazing, but we have an obligation. We can't just go about our days and not get involved and not be relevant. And and we we can't. I mean, the country was set up and it's it's built by those who paid a heavy price so that you, I, the rest of us, can live, thrive, and survive in this wonderful uh, country. But we have to continue making it better. We have to get involved. We have to vote. We have to support candidates. We have to get out. Now, a little bit of fun stuff to leave with you as, as we head toward the top of the hour today and, and wonderful is that if you've ever thought about this, is this is the latest thing. It's from Inside Hook. It's a healthcare thing. And I'm not, I'm not preaching about healthcare. Look to each his own. You know, we need to move more and eat less. We all do. I do. We do. We all do. And, and hat tip also to a, a lot of friends who were able to do that. Now, according to new research published in the journal Sports Medicine, going for even the shortest of walks after a meal has a positive impact on one's health, heart health. Now, again, get away from social media and the leftist trolls that are out there if you can. Uh, be a part of it. Push back against them. But don't let them get inside your head. For years, researchers have extolled the benefits of a 15-minute digestive stroll, gentle postprandial movement. <laughs> I can't even say that. Postprandial movement has been credited with speeding up movement in the gastrointestinal tract and lowering one's glycemic index, which keeps your blood sugar levels low. It also has a slew of other benefits like boosting your mood and promoting better sleep. The most recent research confirms that all of those benefits are readily available in walks less than 15 minutes. In fact, you can harness them with just two minutes after you eat. Two minutes of movement, which might translate to an amble to the edge of your block and back. The meta-analysis looked at studies in which volunteers were encouraged to walk for two to five minutes every 20 to 30 minutes over the course of a full day. When participants went for a short walk, their blood sugar levels rose and fell more gradually. Light-intensity walking uh, is what the study's authors call it. It's capable of soaking up a lot of the excess glucose that's swimming around after a meal. This could be crucial for diabetics. So if you happen to lean that way, your A1C is a little high, you might want to look that way. But it'll help just about anyone looking for a healthier way to process food. As the folks told the New York Times, you still had the same meal, but the impact on your body will be less. Just two minutes of walking can have a demonstrable impact is in line with a trove of other research. After all, everybody has two minutes after breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Come on! Plug in for a walk somewhere. Uh, in, in the hour to 90 minutes after you finish your meal, it's tempting to get back in front of the TV or the laptop. But you know what? It's, it's really – and you'll know this. It's 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 amazing. And it was one thing when you saw the teenagers grabbing those cell phones and, and that addiction. You know, I can remember being in a supermarket one time, and this was about five or six years ago. And and I saw these three teenage girls right in front of me. They're going through the potato chip aisle. And it was like they weren't even talking to each other. They three they had their, their phones right in front of them the entire time, not talking. And you can see this. You go in coffee shops, you go in restaurants, and you'll see people just obsessively looking at their phones. They just can't wait for the next TikTok video or the Snapchat stream or whatever. They're, and we and it's funny is it's now translating more and more into the adult community. You see this all the time when you see older folks. You see folks in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s that are eat, living, and breathing, you know, their, their latest Facebook post or others and living their life vicariously through others or posting the best version of their life, trying to make sure people think that their life is great. And you know what? To each their own. 
I, I don't want any laws passed. I don't want anything to change. What I would say is it's good to get up and look around. You miss a lot. You miss a lot in this wonderful world when you're, when you're not paying attention, when you're not situationally aware. It also can be dangerous. But be situationally aware. Pay attention to what the heck's going on. There's a lot to pay attention to. And also, it's important to stay. It, it, it's important also to think about your news. Rather than just seeing it and getting angry about it, think about it. Question that which you read. Question, why would people do this? Why would a group of politicians do this? Why would my city council be doing this? It's not always nefarious, but it doesn't mean you should necessarily trust those in office either. They've done a great deal the past two years to, to warrant you being suspicious of what they do. Don't be paranoid. Get involved. Learn what your city council's doing. Learn what your county commissioners are doing. Learn what your state representatives are doing. Learn what's going on in Congress. Pay attention because it impacts your family. It impacts your kids. It impacts your way of life. It impacts your freedom at a grocery store, the ability to drive on the road. Because if we don't, you're going to wake up and wonder, how come I can't drive a car now? How come I'm not allowed to own a car now? How come I can only get limited bits of Food. Why Why am I not allowed to just get what the heck I want to get? And that's because you don't lose your freedoms all at once. You lose them gradually over time. You lose them bit by bit by bit. I mean, the fact that in several communities, you know, we had to go to safe spaces at college. Colleges were meant to be safe spaces the entirety of college. And now you're relegated to a, a small area where you can openly discuss your beliefs. In other places, you know, we have to have permission to carry a cup from one place to another. We saw that in Charlotte. We saw that over in Statesville. We see it in Hickory and other places and other towns and cities. You, you, you didn't think you're waiting for government to give you permission to do things. Even in healthcare, why is government so intimately and intricately involved in all of our healthcare decisions? It's absolutely absurd. It would, would it be neat? If you had a personal relationship with your doctor's office, if they didn't accept any paperwork, if all they did, you went in, you got served, you you had an appointment with your doctor, you paid cash for that, or you paid check, whatever, but you didn't have to fill out. More and more doctors are getting burned out because they're having to do all of this extra work. They're having to do the bureaucracy. And that's happening. You see it in your in, in when you get your car done. You see it when you get your, your healthcare stuff. You see it when you check your kid into school. We're being eaten alive by bureaucracy. And if you're wondering why other countries are more competitive on a day-to-day -day basis, why it's cheaper to get your knee fixed, your shoulder done in Costa Rica, by a factor of about one-fifth, it's because it's not bureaucratic. There's, you're not doing health insurance forms. So there are great doctors all over the planet, but the ones here are having to be bureaucrats. It's not healthy for any of us. Now, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure to be sitting in this chair for Vince Coakley today. He'll be back, I believe, tomorrow. And, and folks, I wish you well. I am glad you've been a part of what we're doing here. And I look forward to talking to you soon uh, again. Always a pleasure. Always an honor. So, folks, have a fantastic rest of your day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.